we warn you that it is possible you may be subject to a loud laughter during this podcast. Welcome to But the Big BS. I'm Candace Chapman. And I'm Karen Ivey. And I'm Darcy Fauci. How well do you know your family and friends, guys? I bet not that well. While we were recording this episode originally, titled Origin Stories, we were even surprised at what we did not know about each other, even though we have been friends for more than 20 years. Oh, think carnival worker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There were tidbits of information and stories we had never heard about each other and actually never even imagined. So stay tuned. You'll want to listen to what we found out. And then at the end of this podcast, we're going to tell you about a little online service that Karen has found super helpful. And I think I'm going to give it a try. As well, you should. It's really cool. My daughter-in-law introduced us to it, and it's kind of a way to preserve memories in a fun way and in a historical way that you'll have forever. So stay tuned, and we're going to tell you about StoryWorth. And here is Origin Stories. If you were lucky enough or blessed enough to catch our first episode, you heard a little bit about our respective backgrounds. The three of us are all former broadcast journalists who have gone on to multiple and different careers, but we thankfully have remained very good friends. While we have given you a peek into our backgrounds, I think it's important for our listeners to hear a little bit more about us, don't you think, guys? Yeah. Um, We hear all about origin stories. I think you all need to hear our origin stories. And I think it would help everyone understand us a little bit more, maybe not. Uh, Maybe they'll relate to us a little bit better, or it may lead you to ask, why the hell am I listening to these three ladies? Oh, my God. I think my husband said that about me. Uh, Anyway. So tonight, if you'll (laughs) indulge me, I want to do a few rounds of get-to-know-us questions. Is that okay? All right. All right. So are we ready, ladies, for our questions? Fire away. Fire away, girlfriend. Uh, I'll let you guys decide who wants to answer first. But initially, where are you from? I, Candace, am originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, more specifically, if you live there, I'm from Gladstone, which we call north of the river. So I was a Northlander. Karen? Oh, I like it. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm from. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> because my dad was in the service. I'm a Navy brat, and I went to a school, a different school every year. So I don't know, like, where am I from? But I ended up in Connecticut, and I think you think of me that way. We think of you as a Connecticut gal. So I end up high school, and I, I, I'm going to say I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut, right. do you mind? <laughs> I think they would be delighted to own you. <laughs> I, I was born in, this is Darcy, I was born in Chicago, grew up in Iowa, and spent high school and college years in Florida, not at the beach, unfortunately, in Gainesville, Florida, where the University of Florida is. Oh, very cool. All right, what was your first job before TV? Not in TV, but your actual first job where someone paid you. Well, I remember my first job was at Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. It was an amusement <laughs> park, and um, so you could do a lot of different jobs you had to be assigned to, and I went to be in the shows division because if you were in the shows division you could be inside the theater in the air conditioning i was a smart girl (laughs) so i ended up working in the show area where they did like puppet show marionette so it was really fascinating to watch all the time but again 
I was in the air conditioning, Ken, and that's all that mattered. We did not know this about you, and I just <laughs> never, I never knew you were a carnival girl. <laughs> I never heard this. You story. never heard this story. I no. love it. I love it. Yep. What carnival was your first girl. job, Karen? Uh, my first job was babysitting at ten. Uh, Mom was a real believer in you got to make a living. She kind of pushed that. A, I, you know, as a parent now, think ten was a little bit early, but whatever. Uh, she's like, you need to go out and babysit and earn your living. And uh, I was babysitting for someone who was a nine, nine years old, a year younger. Um. But uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a mentor in that way. <laughs> but then my next job was at 14. I was, I picked strawberries at this farm. And I got to tell you, Darcy, it was not a great job. I was bent over all the time. And granted, <laughs> if... At 14, bending over is not so bad, but it is all day in the sun. It's. I, I think it's so interesting that you worked in the fields as a child. <laughs> I, a child of Iowa, also worked in the fields as my very first job. God bless us. When you were 12, 13, or 14, you would sign up and mm-hmm. be taken in a bus out to the cornfields. And your parents. Some, and what, my parents, yeah. What were you doing with the corn? <laughs> you you would detassel the corn. Oh, if you're ever out in Iowa or anywhere where they grow corn, you see those little deta- the those tassels on top. You would have to literally walk the entire cornfield, which sometimes <laughs> went on for miles <laughs> in 90-plus degree temperatures and pop off a tassel. tassel. Yes. These are not the tassels this, they use for graduation no, 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 and stuff. No. I just want to check. These are actual check. Corn, corn tassels. Corn silk. It had something to do with hybrid crossbreeding. Don't ask Jesus me. I just know that I made money and I was able to go buy jeans and Oh and my sneakers God. because You're a our parents didn't buy that stuff. Well, for Christ, it. they did not buy. No, it back then. No. No. Back our then, kids don't understand. Yeah, I don't think that people understand. It's like my parents were like, "Well, if you want something, if you want, you know, mm-hmm. you you got to earn the money. You 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 have to do That's that." Right. It wasn't like anybody just said, "Here, no, there you go. here's my credit card." Yeah, yeah. It no, was, you yeah. got go and get out. And, mm-hmm. Although I did get corn it. or. Although I have to say, and this is another episode, but I did get a credit card and. Overcharged it at seventeen, at the yeah my second job it was like at a at a oh, it's like called the weather vane and anyone out there will remember it was like a oh Dana, I remember the mm-hmm. weather vane and yeah. they said oh I was seventeen and they'll give me a mm-hmm. credit card that might, might have been six hundred bucks but gosh By darn God. it guess what I overcharged <laughs> oh mm-hmm. shocking don't ever get the store credit card never again and for another never day but okay. speaking of bending over I, my second job bending was over. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of bending over, picking strawberries. Damn, that was a good one. My second job in Iowa was bending over and doing something with beans. I can't remember if we were picking beans, hoeing beans, but that was uh, not a good job. So what is one of your favorite movies? I know there's so many, you can't name them all, but if you had to name one or two, what would they be? Candace? Well, I have to say that Love Actually has been one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, and, and I have several favorite movies, so it's a really hard question to ask because you have comedies, you have dramas, and you have you know things that are in between. But I do always love that one, especially Why? around Christmas time. I just love the individual stories that it tells, and it's just such a sweet movie. And, you know, it's just I just love that kind of, you know, they're little vignettes into people's worlds. And um, I always, you know, growing up, I, I, I love those big screens, sort of big movies, epics and things Mm -hmm. like that. I've always loved those. Um, So, you know, I really always loved um, Out of Africa. It probably goes from my days of loving Born Free. Uh, You know, but I just, you know, I love that story, but I cannot watch it anymore because when it's on and she starts and she goes, Meryl Streep, you know, 
I had a farm in Africa. Africa. And I just immediately began crying. And I might as well cry throughout the movie because I know how it ends. He dies. And the ending never oh, I just gave it away to everybody. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's like the Titanic. It sinks. <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm seen it. It is a great movie. Yes, Haven't so. seen it in forever. Yeah. Karen, do you have a movie or two you'd like to share? Yes, I do. Would <laughs> you like me to share that? Oh, wait, yes, please. <laughs> okay. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird, which I think will hit home with you, sister. Yes. Um, I loved that movie more than life itself, and I bought it in the, I don't know if they had like enhanced versions or whatever, and I tried to make my kids watch it over and over, but I love To Kill a Mockingbird because, one, everything about it is awesome, and I thought I was scout. Uh, the other movie I loved was Gran Torino, with uh, Clint Eastwood directing mm-hmm. was in it, and it makes me cry. And then um, Born Free. And Born Free was my first, like, as a little girl movie. Uh, I named my cat Elsa, and I believe we just found out. I also, as some people do know, if they followed me in my Maine Coon Cats, that Elsa That's was. so weird. I know that it? I named, and I specifically named her Elsa after Elsa in Born Free. And I so. named my cat Elsa. So it is so weird how connected the three of us are. Uh, I bet many of you out there are saying the same thing. How the hell do I know if you're really saying the same <laughs> thing? I don't know if you watch freaking Born Free. But I have a horrible voice, but it was Born Do you want to sing? Free, free as, as free as a wind and then I start crying because the little lion's on the thing in Africa oh. is gone. Uh, does but, does yeah. the cat die? I'm mm. sorry. I'm just... It's not a cat. I'm just... I'm a lion. A lion. It's a cat? It's a cat. <laughs> I, I'm sure I saw Elsa, that movie when I was tiny. Elsa goes on to be younger. a happy... Elsa goes on to be a happy mother with Did a... She? King oh, of yeah. was she a good happy mother? ending. Yeah, she was a good mother. Her kids didn't end up in therapy. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, of course, it wasn't on my initial list, but I have to say, of course, To Kill a Mockingbird. I named my fourth child Atticus. So um, see how connected we are? We, again, Seriously. connection. Uh, absolutely a great movie, great book. I mean, you can't argue with that one. I have not seen the play on Broadway, but someday, hopefully. Uh, my other two movies are uh, Field of Dreams, of course, being mm. from Iowa. I relate to that. Mm-hmm movie a lot i love baseball i love uh kevin costner i was just, just gonna a say great movie yeah. Yeah. yeah and then uh, my daughters <laughs> and i you know when you talk about those movies you watch over and over and over yeah. again we do that with moulin rouge mm-hmm. we love it and why is that dark oh it's just a great movie great music nicole kidman is so good in everything and, she does yes yeah. and um ewan mcgregor also fantastic so if you haven't seen it it's been out a while but give it a listen all right, first concert. We're going to make these kind of quick. Okay. I will go. I saw Aerosmith, the original Aerosmith, mm. when he was wasted and saying, walk in the dark. <laughs> well, I saw Aerosmith in Las Vegas not too long ago, and let me tell you, probably still wasted. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't your first. But it wasn't my first. What was but your first? my very, very first concert, let's you know, go back, it was Sean Cassidy. Oh, right. To do Run oh, Run. My gosh. He was like the Heartthrob. He was a heartthrob. And, you know, oh, you just my. Had I like David Cassidy. Cassidy. Do you remember Cassidy. the part? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. You got posters. Okay. Never saw Richard. either of them. Mine was um, Hall and Oates. Oh. It was a good saw concert. Them. They're still classic. They still oh, hold yeah. up after all these are years. They, are they yep. alive? They are. <laughs> I know. I, I think them. they're touring, actually. Oh, I think. We should go see them. Maybe we can have them on the podcast. After Dave. Anybody? I'm going to skip over this one. Yeah. If you're only reading anything, we don't care. You! Uh, I want to say I am reading. This is the first intellectual gosh darn she's damn a, book. She's right. a reader. You 
go ahead. I <laughs> have not been able to read because I'm too, I put it down, I let, you know, when five days go by and I'm, I am reading, I am reaching out, thank you, to my <laughs> therapist, which is a whole nother thing, but I'm reading a Spanish author, Javier Marius, and I am reading The White Heart, which is a quote from Macbeth. That's right. It took me a long okay. time and I just want to say this. There's a lot of big words, and it was really hard, but it was worth getting through, and it was challenging my brain. I'm, I'm impressed. I am impressed. As well, you should be. I have not. I'm going to admit it. Uh, as uh, we you don't talked about, uh, well, I'm, I read the internet every night. I'm reading newspapers. I read mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of Vanity social. Fair. Uh, but I said if I had to go on an uh, airplane instead of a book, I'd get Vanity Fair, but which the is idea. almost like a book. That's all I was but, reading until but, Javier. <laughs> but think about this. When it comes to books, physical books, I realize people have Kindles and things like that. But, you know, you used to have bookshelves in a house. And when you walk into somebody's house, you could see what they were reading, mm-hmm. and it would tell you something about them. Mm-hmm. And That's I why feel, I asked the question. I, I, feel like we're <laughs> losing, I feel like we're losing that because, you yeah, know. It is true. People aren't reading physical well, books anymore. I actually have a lot of friends who are, and and, and my daughter-in-law is, and we, and we exchange it. And you can actually, and I have, I have to say, this past uh, year, given the Book of the Month Club, you can give it as a gift. I'm not a Book of the Month Club representative. However, should they want to <laughs> advertise on our sure. podcast, we welcome you. Uh, but it's, it is the truth. And I have to say that I think part of it, and we'll get into it in a different podcast, is the media. And we are, we've become so 30-second Instagram to this Instant that I was having a hard time sitting down even reading my Vanity Fair, which I love. Yeah. I couldn't even do that. I, I'll get back to honestly. I love books. I do. I'm not poo pooing books. I'm no, just, you would never poo poo. This moment in my life, I don't have time. Darcy, we couldn't get you to do the podcast. Oh, You're so busy, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but I look forward to the day when I can return to books. Yeah, and right. I will call you, Karen, for uh, many a recommendation. All right, okay. shifting gears again. Yeah, we want to know uh, what advice you got from your parents that really stuck with you. How about you? Ms. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I do have it. I, I repeat it. Uh, to my children. I repeat it to friends. Uh, my father was in law enforcement and he um, always told us, this was his repeated message or mantra to us, do not allow yourself to become a victim. Mm-hmm. And if you can interpret that in both the criminal sense, don't allow yourself to become a victim of a crime, but also just don't allow yourself to become a victim in life. Here, I here. think that is awesome. I it, really it, do. It, I'm telling you. What was your dad's first name? Darwin. Darwin. I know. No, awesome. No, seriously. (laughs) I mean, Darwin, that is honestly awesome. Like, whether you're a lover, a partner, a person, don't be the victim. Right. And it works. And 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 it's good advice. That is really good advice. advice. So I want to split mine up between my mom and my dad because it's one of my favorite things that my mother has. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're allowed. My mother. Overruled. My mother always told me. My mother and I really bonded over shopping when I was growing up. She's a really good shopper. And um, she would always tell me, honey. It's price per wear. I love and it. so you would look at the price of something and you would decide. Like so she would be like shoes, purses, furniture, things like that. Like if you're gonna use it every day, you should splurge on it. It should be, you know, you should make sure you invest in quality. So if it's more expensive, that's okay. But if it's some trendy item or something like that, like don't spend a lot of money on it because you're gonna like wear it one season and it's gonna be gone. So you, you know, that, don't right? do that. I my sister in law tells me that all the time. That's kind of her mantra in life. Yeah. Is that a Midwestern? She, I never no, heard she, someone had told me that. She's from New York, so it's not 
not a Midwestern thing. It's just she always breaks her purchases down to how many times she's <laughs> right. worn it and whether she right. got the value out of right. it or not. Seriously, that is such Lizbeth. It is. Smart. Shout out. I mean, it is. If I had known this, my life would have been on a different course as opposed to you, bankruptcy. You don't, you don't take that into consideration? <laughs> it never even once crossed my freaking mind. But I wish my it dad, had. on the other hand, you know, he loved, I love this about, you know, every time we approach New Year's, he says, honey, I'm going to be a new person next year. But he would always say, you know, I'm going to set goals and intentions. I'm going to change bad habits and things like that. So, you know, he'd start every year with the intention of being a new and improved person in the next year. And I kind of always take from that that, you know, I have a theme for each year. I always think about, okay, this year, you know, what's this year going to be about? And so this past year, you know, was like, you know, my feelings. Like, I need to get in touch with my feelings. And I need to feel how I feel. And this year is going to be like, and God forbid, I hope you're all ready for it. I'm going to speak up about my feelings. <laughs> Well, yes. shame, we'll get into yes. that. Laugh, shame. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag laugh, shame. You good girl. Love it. Okay. Karen, did you uh, did yes, your parents impart yeah. any lasting Damn right they advice? did. Uh, no, my dad always said this crazy thing, and I do think it applies to life. He always, it was, <laughs> when he was, ironically, he was in the service, so he wasn't home a lot. And uh, But when he was teaching us to drive, and then he kind of said it in this sort of ominous way, like it's like, like you could, you could, you could cross all borders or whatever. He said, "He who hesitates, dies." Now that seems a little morbid, but it wasn't true. When he was talking about it as driving, he was right. He's like, "Don't pull out and then hesitate. Don't think you're about going it. to get hit. You either don't pull out or you pull out and go." And I really feel like that is. I've sort of followed it. I mean, in life, you either. Hit the hit hit the go button like we're doing with the podcasting mm-hmm. or don't mm-hmm. you don't half ass it you don't have you either he who has if you hesitate you die and that you hesitate about oh I don't know if I'm I'm going to do this right it, it ends it it is a bit morbid but, okay. but I like it yeah, I like it because yeah, yeah, the old he who hesitates is lost yes it is. but that what does that mean but well, this one. It, it really absolutely does. And then well, you can picture it like I'm just thinking, and really in life, if you hesitate to not make the purchase, yeah. you hesitate to, you die either, whether it's, you know, literally, figuratively, don't say that don't a over, Don't overthink it. Go right, with your right. gut instinct and just go do with it. it. That's what he's saying. Stop thinking Thank about you. it. Just yeah. do. Thank you, Jerry Ivy. Okay. <laughs> and he's now, not. here's a tough one. Here's a go tough ahead. one. A thinker. <sighs> what is one thing that you think people, not us, but people in general would be surprised to learn about you. Who'd like to go first? Oh, they're making me go first. So, you know, when I was looking at this question earlier and I was thinking like, well, what would people be surprised to know about me? And I, you know, I said something like, well, did you know that I would really wanted to be a Food Network star? And they're like, told her, boring. And so I'm like trying to. That's what friends are for. And they're asking me all sorts of questions like, well, did this, did you ever get arrested? Did you ever? And I'm like, no, I know. Did you ever throw up? And then I'm like, and then I'm like, my life is boring it is not anyway so but something that might be surprising for people to know about me that is that when i was born um my parents did not have a name for me yet (laughs) and so my dad who is i mean he's look i learned to cook from my dad my dad is like food he's a foodie he's he's a foodie he's like your husband and he likes to snack and he likes to snack (laughs) and so they were chewing over this and he you know got hungry and and he went down to the vending machine and he comes back up to my mom. He's got a candy bar in his hand. And he goes, here, let's name her Candy Bar. <laughs> she could have been a pole dancer. I could have wow. been a pole dancer. 
so wow. my mother fortunately saw a, a different future for me. So, you know, it became Candace Sue. Not that there's um, anything wrong with pole dancing. Not that, you know, but I laugh. I said, well, <laughs> at least, you know, I had a different tract in, in entertainment or infotainment um, than that. Oh, so Darcy. People would be surprised to learn. Not anyone in my family, of course, because, again, I am the eighth child mm-hmm. uh, to um, uh, parents who both worked. So, again, I understand they were a little tired, <laughs> a little uh, God, busy, a little absent-minded. But I did celebrate my birthday on the wrong day for uh, at least eight to nine years. Has to be my favorite story. <laughs> really. I, I thought I really didn't think it was that big of a deal until I told these ladies, and they thought it was hilarious. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I grew up celebrating my birthday on, like, January 18th, 19th, or 20th, or whatever would have made me a Capricorn. I grew up thinking I was a Capricorn, not that I followed astrology, oh. but... But what if you everybody, were, and then you'd always but, see, relate I'm to disappointed you. to learn this out, because I always thought you were the Capricorn with me, I'm and now she... And I'm an Aquarius, and now she's with me. <laughs> no. Do you see this dynamic no. that's happening? We're all connected. We're see, all I'm connected. the bridge. I'm the bridge. You're the bridge I'm on the cusp, as they say. Again, I don't believe in astrology, but... but I do, but (laughs) but that I didn't know what my birthday was until I found my own birth certificate when I was eight or nine years old. But she's not adopted, friends who are listening. She's not adopted. This is what makes her story great. Tell them why. This is my biological mother. She just, again, she's She's mother of eight kids. She was tired. Shit, I can't remember my own kids right now. God bless her. They were done by the time I came around. They were like, you're you're somewhere in January. For right. Christ so sake. I am an Aquarian cold. with Karen. Sorry, Candace, who That's is okay. a Capricorn. But we're all right we're all there very together. Close. Yes. yes. All right. To wrap up these questions. Oh, this Karen is our... hasn't told us Oh, hers. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm just a nobody <laughs> going nowhere. Just a nobody. Oh, and it's a good one. What am I thinking? So, Tell us what would surprise our listeners about you, Karen. <laughs> well, it won't surprise you because you know now because we had to do the freaking podcast seven times. But... What you will know is that um, if you are listening, you might not know that I was I was arrested in college. My kids didn't know. This is this is the stuff that I have to be open with. I was arrested, it, and I was in a disco outfit, and um, and I was fingerprinted. But that's not what you two would know. You two already know that because of this. But I actually um, was going to major in library science, and my Which favorite place is the library. The library. And Any I, particular library that resonates with you? Uh, well, have I having been in New York for the first time? But um, I think the reason why, Miss Darcy, is that libraries for me—they always existed in every town I went to. And my father was in the Navy, and I moved every year, so the library gave me a sense of place, oh. a sense of home. And I also—I was allowed to read. I'm just going to be honest with you. I was reading about addicts, about SEX, and everything. <laughs> My, back in the day, your mother Nobody didn't go. Nobody monitored you. Who could? My mother was like your mother. She was busy. She was like, Jesus Christ, fold the clothes. I don't know. You got a book out of the library. Who gives a crap? I'm reading about <laughs> heroin addicts and prostitutes. And it was awesome. And, and the truth is, it was really great to be in places where you could get books. And I love the sense of library. And I brought my kids there for a play group. And I think you said you liked I, My kids, kids still tell me today that some of their best memories is me taking them to the Broome County Library and going to the children's yeah, section the t- and getting their books and just playing there. It's just a really comforting place for them. And who doesn't love the Dewey Decimals? Oh, it's a oh, decimal? Well. Cis- yeah. Decimal. Let's yeah. read, let yeah. Karen say it again. Yeah. We did have some wine. Dewey Decimal, decimal system. system. But the point is, 
Do they even use you, it? I, I heard, don't think so. I heard so. a rumor that they don't use it anymore. I heard they so don't use let it. Let us know. Check well, in on social media. And I just, I just have a hybrid from that because well, when ahead, I was girlfriend. in high school and I was in speech and debate, and we had to actually go to the law library to look things up. Oh, Excuse oh, us. us. Talk about bitch. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of, Karen, the library is one of your happy places. Mm-hmm. Darcy, what's one of your happy places? Well, I was going to say, you guys were so deep. Mine is uh, the beach. Oh, we love it. <laughs> I just, I don't want to live there necessarily. And I did live in Florida through my high school and college years. So it's just a place I like to escape to. Uh, I love with my family. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about with my family, going to a place uh, where we can go spend the day, going from the beach to the pool and sleeping, as we talked about, with hearing the waves. It's just a really calming place. And you can really empty your mind mm-hmm. you uh, know, doing that. I. Uh, when I got married, my husband said he promised that we'd always go back to the beach because I grew up on the ocean. My dad was in the Navy. I literally was going to pick the beach, but I thought it would make me sound better if I said the <laughs> friggin' library. No, I do love the library. Also, I really do love the library. Library, but, beach. But I you have, can read on the beach. There you go. Or I could probably go. But the, the, the idea is is that with the beach and the sun, I think that we all want to follow the sun. Yes. But it is when you can get your kids and you get out there and you play with them and you get in the water and you, you know... It is wonderful. We're Aquarians. We need to be no. near water. That's true. No, Again, I don't believe sure. in and because <laughs> And because I'm a Capricorn goat, by the way, yeah. oh, I means- do like to climb. Oh! And so that there you goes go. to, although I agree, everything with the, what they're saying about the beach, and I love the beach, and I love the water as well, but I do like to hike, and I do like to hike as high as you can get, and I do like to have that expansive view of the world and the expansive view of your, you know, this valleys and all the vastness and the beauty that is, and just the invigoration of the hike, and then just to really sit there and kind of take it all in and say, you know what, the world is so big, and we are so small, and there is no problem that's really that big. And the thing you're stressing oh, about is, is not that not big of a deal. And you are yeah. an awesome hiker, and I think that is... I, and you're I like a travel H <laughs> hiker. She's well, a I know people traveler. who are better hikers than me, but, <laughs> but I, I, I say, try. But in a traveler, and you actually, and we'll go back to this with Candace, because um, first of all, these two ladies have a lot to share, and maybe I have a little bit, but I have to say this. The traveling is, I have sort of started to go, like, traveling is where it's at. Not even, like, you can afford it. Not I'm t- talking about expensive places, but I'm just saying getting out of your comfort zone yes. and getting that frick out of Binghamton. <laughs> I love Binghamton, but love sometimes it. it's cloudy and gray and a little freaking cold, right? Absolutely. I need to get out of the country at least once or twice. I haven't. Yeah. Have you been out yeah. of the country? I have not. I mean, if you call Canada. Oh. Out of the country. Okay. No. Well, a little bit. Well, depending on someday. where you're going these someday. days. Someday. Someday. Are you going with Megan and Harry? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. They did not invite uh, me. So. Okay. Well, okay. All right. So we've revealed a little bit more about our life stories. So those stories will be revealed chapter by chapter as we continue to bring you our But the Big Story podcast. Right now, we want to return to the story I teased a little bit earlier. It's a funny story about how Karen and Candace were both lured, yes, I said lured, to or back to Channel 12. Who wants to start? Karen, it has to be you because the story does start with you. Okay. (laughs) So, I had been working full-time. Just for the record, this becomes an issue many times, but I was, uh, I had gone part-time and I decided to come back to the station. There was a new general manager, Vicki Regan. And I came back, and I was just doing, um, they said, what do you want to do? And I said, why don't I pick a health 
becoming a health reporter if I could do it in one day. That's right, Darcy. Stop looking at me. It was eight hours. It was maybe four. hours. Okay, maybe it was... Your time card said 12. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't paying me for... Right. No, I told her over and over and over again. We were not paying her by the hour. We were paying her for her experience. The quality. And yes, then, the quality so, and her experience. So Go I ahead. had a baby. They're like, oh, I'll do success by six. I'd had, you know, I had, oh, uh, there was like some infant thing. And then I did, I don't know what the hell I was doing. Every, every single level of life, I was covering it as a health reporter. Then Vicki Regan comes on. She goes, you know what? I think it would be really awesome if you went out and we want you to go out and interview Oprah and then have your own talk show. You're the perfect person for a talk show. You can have a local talk show for 30 minutes and you will interview Oprah behind the scenes. We will pay for the limo and the airline, blah, blah, blah. I was over the moon. I went home and told my husband, oh my God, I am really important. I am so freaking special that even though I'm doing stories on vaccinations, which believe me are important, and <laughs> how to get into kindergarten, this is going to be big. I'm going to get to meet Oprah and she's going to she's going to want to, you know, help me start my own talk show. Then it never happened. And one day as Darcy years knows, later, years, a few years later, I get a job at WBNG. I was working at a station in Oklahoma as a morning anchor and reporter and producer and you know wanted to to move on from there and I got a call out of the blue, out of the blue um, from Bob Longo. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. And he's he like, nice. hey, Candace, blah, blah, blah. We're looking for a morning anchor to expand our show from a half an hour to an hour. Woohoo! And you know, why don't you come out here and I'm like, where is that? <laughs> but I flew out, you know, here, and they built a brand new station on the hill, and it was beautiful, and they had, you know, every bell and whistle you could yeah. possibly imagine. I thought, well, this wouldn't be a bad move. Plus, the salary was an increase. So I thought, you know what, this would be a great place to be. I'll be out in the Northeast, you know, and there will be more opportunities from there. And so I came, and um, and Vicki was the manager at the time. Hi, Vicki. We tell this story with love for you. Trust me. Um, and so... Um, she started talking to me one day about, well, what do you want to do? What do you see yourself being? You know, what do you, and she's like, you know, we've been, you know, we're thinking that we should have a local talk show kind of like Oprah. And she goes, and I really see you expanding into that role. She goes, I really, I really see that that's something that is in your future here. And oh we, and, my and God, we, and we talked about that. So, you know, she had sort of this oh. loose plan that they'd roll it out in a few months or whatever. It was very loosey goosey. Very loosey goosey. Sure. So then of course, as Karen will say, and, and Karen, by the way, when I did, come to WBG. I did think you were a really big deal. Um, <laughs> did so you really? I swear. I was like, oh my gosh. I love her. Um, I love her. So, well, I have to tell you that both of these women have been great mentors in my life, not only professionally, Aww. but personally. But, Don't so, you make us get choked up. That's not what this is about. <laughs> it's all about making... feelings, Karen. It's all no about feelings. in the show. It's so, funny. Anyway, it never happened. So, Flash forward, so as we sweet. said, we've all stayed connected, even though we've gone to different places in life, and so we get together occasionally. So, Darcy, you can pick up the story from there. We are out downtown, just having a good time, as we're apt to do. Not frequently, but, you know, maybe once a quarter. Were we laughing loudly? We were laughing loudly. Loudly. <laughs> loudly. Sorry. Loudly. It could be loudy. We could be loudy laughers. <laughs> we were being rowdy and loud. <laughs> yes. And uh, it was funny because... Uh, Candace started telling the story of well, how she came to WBNG, and Karen says, wait a minute, that's my story, and Oprah was mine. And I'm like, no, it was mine. 
both of us shocked. Darcy, of course, hysterical. She's like, yeah, that's the news biz. This was before my time. I want to be on record as saying that I was not the news director at the time. I would never have have led either of you on with that kind of BS. Because you knew that neither one of us could have handled that (laughs) shit. And I know Oprah, Candace and Karen. I've met Oprah. <laughs> Oprah's a friend of mine. Oh and you are not Oprah. But we will have but Oprah, Oprah on. We Oprah. beg you, Oprah. We beg you to come on. Oprah, we're, we're, we're so happy to have you on. Yeah. We, we think we're the kind we're, of fun you'd oh. like to have. Yes, so, and, and give us the chance to finally have both of us do the Oprah interview, for Christ's sakes. So it did never happen, but it's a great story. And there's no hard feelings, right? No, absolutely not. In fact, over time, we will always pepper these episodes with some behind-the-scenes sort of funny, you know, things and insights into our experience and news. And we hope you enjoy those stories. We do. absolutely. And tell us your stories. Yeah, we want to share your stories. We want you to uh, weigh in. I'm going to get to that in a second, Karen. So (laughs) stand by. Get off my ass, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you now for spending... This time with us, yes, this has been But the Big Story or But the Big Bet, but, this has been, <laughs> but the Big Story or But the Big BS. There you go. Uh, you got it. Yikes. You got it, girl. We also will be talking in the future about our big causes because yes. there are, are many things that we'd like to see supported in our community and beyond. We'll have big tips to share and want you to share your ideas and big tips with us as well. We have an example of one tonight. Already? Can I? Yes. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Brandy. She works here, and she's awesome. And so what happened tonight was, I'm not going to lie, I called Miss Darcy, and we said, we should have some wine. Didn't we say that, Candace? Yes. Don't make it. Yes. Me. And I said, we should have some wine. So we called Because I said, I got vodka. And Karen's like, no, I'm not I'm feeling vodka. I'm a vodka drinker, but I wasn't feeling the vodka. I was feeling like, I just need to chill, baby. And uh, so I called Darcy. And I have to say, Darcy's not a big not a big drinker. With, and she's like, I'm pulling into the liquor store right now. I called the package store in Connecticut, which we would love package. to hear what you call it. We call it the packy when I grew up in, in in Connecticut. But we would love to hear what you call it. But the point is, we got some wine. And so we didn't have a corkscrew. That is correct. So our little friend Brandy, who's way more hip than we are. Younger. Said, young, yeah, and hipper. hipper. She said, why don't I do a life hack? So she Googles, oh, life hack, no wine opener. Guess what comes up? Hammer, screw, and screwdriver. Mm-hmm. We have photos right now, folks. And Darcy even picked up, which I have to say, she picked up a wine corkscrew opener. We didn't use it, folks. We used the screwdriver, the long screw, and the hammer. You're going to love it, and Brandy's going to tell you about it. And And Karen's going to tell us about it on our social media page. Brandy will talk about it. She will, and it is... A big tip. All right. Because what if you find yourself? But you do need a tool. It happens quite frequently. Of course, you know, here we are looking for one corkscrew, but now... We have a toolbox. Now you have to find a toolbox. <laughs> but some people do have a toolbox and not a one. But it is true. Find a corkscrew. We have to find a Phillips head screwdriver, a screw, and a hammer. But, but it's a one. It's a life hack. If you're a carpenter, you're in business. You are good. All right. Oh, my goodness. Tell me that wasn't interesting. I mean, I did not know how to detassel corn. <laughs> Darcy did not know when her birthday was. Still don't. Okay. Take <laughs> off a couple of years then. And how about Candace, also known as Candy Bar? All interesting stuff. 
And we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And another way that I was fortunate enough to find out about my own family. My daughter-in-law told me about a company called StoryWorth, and she put it together for us. It's a year-long adventure where a question is generated to each family member each week, and you answer it at your leisure. We don't know what the other person's going to answer. And at the end of that year, it's put together in a book, and you have this history. And you think, okay, so what? You know, Some of the questions seem so simple, but here's an example of stuff you may not have known. One of the questions was, what were you shocked to find out as you got older? And my oldest son said, I was shocked to find out that vegetables don't have to be kept in the fridge. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? Who cares? Well, how did, why would that be something he was shocked? Because you don't cook. <laughs> how was he okay, supposed that to learn, hurts. Karen? That hurts. That really hurts. Well, if you want to find out funny things or maybe things you don't want to find out about, you can check it out at storyworth.com. Thank you, Karen. We want to remind you that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ButTheBigBS. And until our next episode, just remember to live, love, and laugh out loud. Really loud.